welcome to Flop Tales, where we drink and talk about birds mostly. I'm Ashley Ola. I'm Jen Schneiderman. I'm Maya Pershy. <laughs> and I'm Kristen Frank. <laughs> we, we are your four resident bird nurses. What are you giggling about, Kristen? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, right as I was saying the intro, Olive came bombing in under my feet, chasing a crinkle ball, and oh, I was trying to keep a straight face while she was running into everything underneath of me. You did oh, a really you good job. It. <laughs> you did a much better job of keeping a straight face when a funny thing actually happened than I did when absolutely nothing happened and I was just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> We all just it's looked just... a little bit stressed for that intro, and it was just really <laughs> making me laugh. Sorry. <laughs> no, no like fine. all of Don't us. Don't apologize. Fuck yeah, we already swore twice with the the sorry swear. Yeah, that's like... <laughs> and you said fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have to like a dollar for this episode? <laughs> oh my god, we're broke. <laughs> so broke. Know. I'm so poor, Ooh. you guys. I have negative six dollars in my bank account just from swearing so much on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even buy avocados anymore. I just swear. <laughs> <laughs> you poor child. I know. Oh. It's been rough. Let me tell you. are we talking about we're your four resident bird nerds and today we're talking about um a island species place hmm. yes we're taking you on a tropical vacation oh wow yeah we ah. are to hawaii Ashley should be in charge of marketing mm-hmm. she's good at this we're, go- we're going to hawaii mm-hmm. oh my gosh i feel i feel so transported i feel i can feel myself being lifted from my chair across the continental United States over the Pacific Ocean. And I'm here. That's it. I'm just, I'm in, I'm in Kauai oh, now, everybody. Cool. Hey, the warm sun. Is it warm? Sand, tropical sunny. Breeze. Birds <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, the I'm color just, green. Out. I know. I'm laying out on a warm beach. Oh, do you see this, this <gasps> lovely, hang on, this lovely sand uh, that I'm just yeah. picking up? And yeah. Here, hang oh. on, hang on. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Does the sand have cat poop in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the litter box. If we're gonna the get real sad right away, in. probably because toxoplasmosis is killing a whole bunch. Of, what is it? Hawaiian monk seals. No. Oh yeah. Ouch. Fuck. And this is why we're talking about Hawaii. <laughs> yes. Oh. So. We're doing, this is going to be kind of a, we're going to try and make it as fun as we possibly can, but we're talking about Hawaiian and Pacific, larger Pacific uh, bird species and some conservation issues that these species are facing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, buckle up, buttercup. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) How did that voice come from? (laughs) I don't know. That's wild. (laughs) I can change the sound of my voice. I sound like Chuck Tingle. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> I was trying to place it. That's 100% what it was. Chuck Tingle is so good. It's so good. <laughs> Do you all know who Chuck Tingle is? You should.
I'm pretty sure you listeners. shared that gem with us <laughs> on our last trip together. I did. Sure I made, did. We had a friendship moment. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. Chuck Tingle is a, is an author who makes who writes really really well crafted pornos. <laughs> Erotica. Erotica. Thank you. <laughs> About things like making love to a sentient Tide Pod, and also to a cowboy velociraptor, and also to a robot, and also <laughs> to crazy shit like that, but is the goodest, goodest boy, and also is a huge advocate for, like, all of the wonderful things, like, uh, LGBTQIA plus rights, and so is a very good boy, Ayo. and we appreciate him. Aww. Wait. I don't think I knew that part. Yeah, and he's been nominated for like Hugo Awards. Like he's a oh. good writer. Oh, that's bomb. wow. That's way more than I knew about him before. Don't know what a Hugo Award is, but it sounds important. I don't know. Uh, I'm not getting one. So, does he have any bird themed erotica? We should do oh, a reading man. of one of his eroticas someday. <laughs> yeah. That would be like a fun, speaking of if we had a Patreon, that would be a fun Patreon episode. Yeah, that's like after the Carrie Gold levels. I don't know if yes, we would if you want- need his permission yeah. for something like that, but. Probably. Yeah, he has a podcast where he talks about, nice, nice, Kristen. Whoa! Get that beer. Get that beer. <laughs> Excellent chef's kiss. <laughs> It's a tall boy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am finishing up my first beer yeah. and on to my second. So this is Same. the kind of episode it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had an hour and a half long conversation before the episode began. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is important because we all needed to check in with uh, each other and re- recognize that we're all people too because ah, it's important and I love you guys. I miss you humans. Yes. <sighs> so Except much. Maya. Yeah, except you. <laughs> because we live together, for clarification, I don't have to miss Maya. I get yeah. to see her every day. I did forget that for a hot second that you two were living together. So I'm actually really glad Fuck you mentioned Maya. that. I don't miss she her. She really hates Maya's guts. Yeah, we're in a huge fight right now. <laughs> There's a lot of drama at the house. I don't know if you guys knew, but... I mean, so much it's drama. clearly because Maya left... The low cal beer in the fridge. I sure did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't believe that. So, so gnarly. We're scrapping it out. (laughs) Fighting over cats. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's like enough cats to go around. (laughs) You two talked over each other, which means I'm going to have to cut whatever it was you just said. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. As we talk over each other to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we talk about some birds? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll go first, I guess. Fine. For those of you that don't know, <laughs> Hawaii is a tropical island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And it is... According to abcbirds.org, the most isolated archipelago in the world. Um, and so that means there's whole like a whole bunch of species that evolved there 
um, that are found nowhere else in the world. So that's very important to know. Um, they're found nowhere else in the world, which is, like, incredible, right? You can't just go to, like, Alabama and see some birds you can find in Hawaii. I don't know. Uh, yeah, fuck Alabama. You can't go there and find endemic species. Yeah. Um, but you might also know that Hawaii is inhabited by people, and it's... Fuck! I know, I know. Damn it! Uh, and so once humans arrived, they began changing the islands. Um, so in addition to just using island resources and altering habitats and landscapes that way, people brought um, non-native animals, like rats and pigs. And then... Later, people started bringing goats and sheep and more pigs and deer and cows and cats. Um, Meow! Yes. And then they also brought... Um, Wait, I feel like there should have been sound effects for each animal. Oh, fuck! Yeah, no, can, we, like, can we redo this? Wait, did you say deer? Did they bring deer? Yeah, deer. Oh. Sheep. I pigs, don't like deer. Cows. Yeah, Maya, you have a history with deer. No, actually. <laughs> like, why the fuck would you? Br- like, I understand every other animal on that list, but why would you bring a deer to Hawaii? Gotta get the ten point buck or whatever. I don't hunt. I don't fucking know. Is it just a hunt them in Hawaii? Yeah, dude. I don't know. Wait, it could have also been some crazy dude that was like, "I want these cute tiny deer from no. wherever." Right? You know those little no. tiny deer. No. I don't know what kind no. of deer they Wait. are. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. There's dick dicks and muck jacks muck and jacks, fucking yeah. adorable deers. Yes, adorable. they're cute and little and they have fangs. Yeah, muck jacks are so cute. Yeah, yeah they, they have stink, fangs. Apparently. That's like really fucked up. I'm not <laughs> into it. Wait, um, they... <laughs> yeah. there was a muck jack at my sister's zoo. Sorry, my sister was a zookeeper and they had a muck jack named Stinker Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's real good. sorry had to share continue important knowledge okay so they brought deer to this island horribly Um, classic european move all of these things uh that are not cats so all of the ungulate type animals so the sheep and pigs and deer and cows um basically they got loose from captivity and they sort of run amok and they eat every like all of the plants and they alter the um habitats and they since they're since these animals are like eating all of the vegetation they're changing the structure of habitats and um which is leading to like soil erosion and um like native forests are declining as well because they can't like recover and regrow from seeds and stuff if all mm-hmm. Critters keep eating the baby trees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. a lot of these sort of endemic Hawaiian songbirds rely on these forests that historically were present on the island. Um, so that's a big issue. Um, in addition to people cutting down the forests and stuff as well. Um, and 
having these ungulates around also in- makes the habitats more suitable for these invasive plant species to take hold. Mm. Invasive plant species end up being invasive because they're really good at taking advantage of areas that are disturbed. And so they grow really well when native vegetation has been disturbed and, and sort of like messed up and um, stuff. Yeah. And that also changes the plant communities, which can affect the birds. Um, and then there's this whole issue of cats and rats. Um, you would think it would be a problem that solves itself, but rats are super terrifying <laughs> yeah. and cats don't like to mess with them. Um, mm. someone did a whole study about it at this landfill in New York City. And oh, really? Yeah, it was just like they were, I think they were doing something else, like some other unrelated research, and then they were like, why, if there are cats here, why are there still rats around? And so mm. they studied it, and the rats are really mean, and the cats, like, will try to mess with the rat one time, and then they get like, just like beat Man, up and the cats are like i'm not touching the rats anymore oh, because they're horrible them. nasty I, mean. wow. um i've seen videos of sewer rats taking whole slices of pizza like i do not oh, yeah from people yeah, they're like, big yeah. and they're mean um yeah i don't blame the cats so the cats and the rat problem didn't solve itself but they do have something in common and that they really really like to eat birds and bird eggs and bird babies. Mm-hmm. Lame. Oh, and they're just lame. fucking um, broing it up instead of eating so, each other. That's yeah, cool. and in Hawaii, um, Bros, none of these it. birds grew, like, none of these birds evolved with predators, like mammalian predators, right? So they didn't know that cats and rats are gonna eat them, um, which makes them especially vulnerable. Classic island mm-hmm. bird. Yep, and th- that's common with a lot of island birds, like Kristen just said is that they don't have mammalian predators so they don't know any better like Um, the dodo like the dodo (laughs) we should talk about the dodo sometime Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, we Um, should it is worth mentioning that a lot of what we're talking about is not just problems on hawaii and that archipelago but to islands in general yes probably Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know if we said that already sure yeah, I'm sure I'm going to go into this, but yeah, keep your cats inside, friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And off islands. Yeah. Don't take your cats or your deer to islands. Yeah. <laughs> cats don't, your cat <laughs> um, doesn't want to go on vacation with you to Hawaii. <laughs> no. Don't bring them. No. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, let's see. One example that, like, sheep uh, were brought for sport and they killed all the tree, like decimated the trees um which were super important for i'm gonna say all of these names wrong and i really apologize um the palila that's why i was gonna pronounce that one so good work it's it's a cute (laughs) little bird it's like got a sort of like saffron colored head and wings and the rest of it's sort of gray maya are you doing this bird that's my bird um, ah, and yeah. then, for example, rats <laughs> will eat the eggs and chicks of the akikiki. Uh, oh, that's an adorable name. <laughs> yeah, um, it's sort of just a little gray, grayish bird. Um, they, yeah, they hang upside down and they eat little uh, insects. Ah. They're basically the Hawaiian version oh. of a nuthatch. 
Um, and then there's this invasive plant that quickly um, sort of like covers up the nesting sites of Laysan albatross or the moli, oh. moldy. Oh, um, that's moly. hopefully yeah. I pronounced it right, and I really apologize if I didn't. <laughs> um, please don't hate me for that. What else? Okay. Um, but there is some good news. Uh, they've been trying to get people to keep their cats indoors, uh, which you know is always a struggle. Um, and then they fence in fence like put fences around all of these protected areas to keep these Mm -hmm. bad animals out um and there's some efforts to restore uh native forests in some of these areas that have been really denuded by these um herbivores and did you say denuded denuded it was denuded of plant life yes jen i'm gonna go to denude plant beach (laughs) get (laughs) denuded Dude, that's like the best <laughs> word in ecology. Mm-hmm. I do <laughs> um, and so that's like actually Sorry. sort of interesting because a lot of these plant species, like trees and shrubs and other kinds of plants, um, they're also declining. And so finding seeds to reproduce these plants to regrow forests is difficult. Like, Mm-hmm. really labor intensive to go out and collect these seeds and then mm-hmm. grow them um, in a nursery until they're like big enough mm-hmm. to go plant but that's what they're doing right now um, wow um, the Maui Forest Bird Recovery Project um, nice <sighs> which is this effort to save forest birds in Maui but the one that I was reading about is the Maui parrotbill or the kiwi kiu. Um, mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. like only 500 of them left, and so they're trying to recreate oh. these forests that they once relied oh. on. Um, and they're trying to recreate it like in the upper alt- altitudes of these mountains so that they have hopefully habitat to move into um, as climate change forces them up the mountains. Um, mm-hmm. That's so wild to... I mean, those are literally the only 500 left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like you're talking Ashley. about this at the beginning, Ashley. Like, the idea of, like, an endemic bird. Like, we just hear that word so much, and I think we're really desensitized. But, yeah, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I, yes. I do have a question, Ashley, mm-hmm. because... We've talked a lot, you've talked a lot about disturbance and a lot of like how that changes the local ecology of Hawaii and the archipelago, but it's still an active volcanic like volcanic archipelago. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is like a fully formed question or not, but it's how maybe part of it is like how often were volcanic disturbances present because I know there's still activity yeah. in a lot of these places um, and like if it was it not frequent enough to elicit like a lot of resilience to disturbances on these islands yeah I, you know I did not look into that so this okay, is going to be a lot of off of the cuff speculation um, <laughs> my guess is that yes because it's a volcanic island a lot of these are 
especially like the plants and things are adapted to recovering really quickly. But even at least from what I've seen on of the Hawaiian islands, it's not like a whole island cataclysm, right? Like some mm-hmm. of the island is still spared. Uh, so there's, you know, this sort of like, there are plants to colonize those areas at a later time. But the problem with these herbivores is that even though the mature plants are sending out seeds and and fruits and things, the herbivores are eating all of the the seedlings before they can mature and reproduce. And they're mm-hmm. um so there's like no recovery of new generation basically. Um gotcha. That would be my guess. I could look it up at some point and we could revisit this <laughs> look it up at home all you listeners at home yes i think also there's like no refuges like there's mm-hmm. a lot of the species now are endemic to like only one mountain instead of several and there's just less areas where they could go if like a certain area got you know disrupted because of a volcano mm-hmm. gotcha yes um that makes sense yeah that's sort of all i had um if you want another little nugget of interesting hawaiian bird conservation on maui the maui bird conservation center um it used to be a minimum security prison and now it is i think the only place where some of these endemic hawaiian birds still exist like living such as the hawaiian crow it only lives in captivity now um, in the Maui Bird Conservation Center. So there's like closed circuit television monitoring the captive wow. endangered birds there, which it's good that Dude. they're in captivity so that they can recover the species at some point in the wild. But yeah. Yes. And there's other bird species Are there as well that they're trying to maintain and recover. Um, but. Yeah. Are the crows in for attempted murder? <laughs> <laughs> I think they were framed. <laughs> they were certainly framed. Absolutely. <laughs> my god, what if we just started using our prisons for bird conservation? Oh my uh, god, can what you a fucking dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so into that idea. Yeah, solve all solve several problems right there. Yes. Yeah, several pretty major problems. Yeah, the mass incarceration plus save a lot of species <laughs> oh. of birds, like end yeah. mass incarceration. <laughs> I was gonna say bird crime, but I guess that's legit too. <laughs> <laughs> end the fucking bird crime. <laughs> Imprison them for what they've done. <laughs> I mean, the internet is full of videos of gulls stealing things from people mm-hmm. yeah. and being mm-hmm. just real yeah. jerks petty yeah, theft totally. oh my god yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that shit's a crime yeah, yeah. <laughs> they i've i am still traumatized by my experience as a child getting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich stolen by some gulls at a beach what at rat beach in california oh my yes. god how Traumatic. has this story That's... never come to light <laughs> I feel like I've told you this no. story before. Oh, I don't maybe think I'm a so. bad listener. I know I was I I didn't like the crust, so I threw the crust off of my like I pulled the crust off my mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly sandwich mm-hmm. and I threw it away. Oh, the gulls obviously like ate it, 
because yeah, yeah. they're everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they came after me in like yep. a giant flock and oh, I was like man. seven. Yeah. <laughs> and it was oh, yeah. terrifying. Do you remember when we were in Cape May and we were eating lunch on the beach and then oh, yeah. the girls <laughs> just wouldn't leave us alone? You, have, you have both experienced gall crimes as well? We have. We may firsthand. egging them on a little bit. We were maybe feeding them <gasps> chips, but either way, like, threat to our democracy. Egging them on? Egging them on? Because it's a bird? One of them definitely flew off with, like, probably 50% of an apple, though. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. What a monster. I know. We were pretty certain that its beak got stuck in it for a little bit. Oh, yeah. We were kind of worried about it. <laughs> Sure but also, PSA: fine. don't don't feed gulls because no. it makes them more aggressive. Yeah, don't so do don't that. do what don't, don't do, do what we, we did. Did. say. <laughs> yes, just, do as we say, not as we do. Literally, just never give birds human food, please. Yeah, don't. Yeah, it's no. And good. if you have to feed the ducks, give them like slices of grapes or like you I can don't feed know them lettuce, peas, not bread, or... not bread. Yeah, yeah, not bread. Like don't do it. Oats and stuff, not bread. Yeah. Bread's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and lettuce mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I actually went to Just lettuce. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sidetrack this for like two seconds. I went to a friend's wedding and she told me that like because she knew me, instead of throwing rice at the end of her wedding, she was throwing bird seed, and I was oh. like, oh my god, we did oh, that. Amazing. Oh my god, that's amazing. We did that for so Jason's you, sister's Kelly. wedding, but also, oh. um, y'all, rice will not make birds explode. If you're worried no. about that, throw rice at a wedding if you feel like it. Birds eat rice in the wild, and they don't mm-hmm. die from it. It's yeah, all okay. <laughs> but no, it is think- adorable <laughs> to throw bird seed, so maybe yeah. do that if you vibe. It's <laughs> way cuter. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was pulling sun. I was pulling sunflower seeds like out of. Yeah. That was, yeah. It was an experience. <laughs> wow. Aggressive birdseed throwing. <laughs> they were just throwing it at you. It was during the summer. So instead of like a snowball fight, it was like a birdseed fight. A birdseed fight. fight. Yeah, as you do. That's pretty legit. <laughs> Wait, do people have snowball fights at their weddings? Have Wait, yeah, what? I mean, if you wow. get married in the winter, maybe. Yeah, that's mm. amazing. That just made getting married sound like a thousand percent cooler. Dude, one of my friends had a bounce house at her wedding. Like, fuck yeah. Wow. I'm so into that. Right? Ugh. Why do weddings have to be all pomp and circumstance? Fuck that. <laughs> bounce houses. Unless you want <laughs> Unless you want that. In which case, fucking more power to you. Beautiful. Yeah, dude. Whatever you, you want. That's what your wedding should be. Just like whatever the fuck you want yeah. it to be. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> don't be mean to the people that are supposed to be helping you. Don't be a breadzilla or a groomzilla yeah. or whatever. Right. So right. here's the deal: is I everyone. I'm not going to get into it actually because it's going to be a long thing and we're running <laughs> out of time. So, John, do talk, you want to talk long. about another invasive species? I do. I no, not invasive species. Yeah, it's not what I want to talk about. Mosquitoes are not native to Hawaii. Yeah, Ashley, I forgot the mosquitoes are not native to Hawaii, so thank you. Yeah, they're not native. Oh. Uh, this is going to go really well. I've had a beer and a half. 
Yeah. Um, yes. Bring it. <laughs> Tell us about mosquitoes. <laughs> so uh, mosquitoes, yeah. as apparently I also just learned, are not native to Hawaii. Uh, Speaking but they're not. of vampires. Oh, my God. We're not cre- even. I Cream powders? <laughs> Somebody had to say it. It had to be said. Iconic <laughs> moment from our last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm never gonna live that down and i'm no. okay with it <laughs> oh gosh okay do you want to know so, how mosquitoes got to hawaii tell me ashley uh, tell me a story they were introduced in the early 1800s by whaling ships Wow, fucking whaling fucking ships never did anything good for anyone. Wait, on no, accident or on purpose? Um, oh. I would imagine on accident. Right? Okay. I'm guessing on accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes a but, lot more sense. But I was okay, like, you know what? maybe they I brought think, their pet mosquitoes of, with them. This is know. speculation, but I think some of those <laughs> old like ships had ballast, and I think in uh, like they had yeah. water in the ballast, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. With eggs. So yeah, that's do. where mosquito larvae live. Yeah, in water. Um, they probably so yeah. That's a guess. Don't know that for hundred percent fact, but but also I am willing to bet that it was by accident because nobody like gets bit by a mosquito or sees a mosquito and is like, you know what needs this everywhere else <laughs> also. <laughs> so it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would make Hawaii better? blood sucking tiny insects that can infect you with diseases I'm so itchy oh my god the itchiest (laughs) I know so mosquitoes are a problem in Hawaii and they were not supposed to be there but they are also a in addition to being itchy and annoying and causing things that are terrible like malaria in humans they can also cause terrible things like malaria in birds Mm. um so malaria is actually a parasite um which is fucking crazy to me i don't know very much about disease ecology or anything um but yeah it's it's a parasite that um uses the mosquitoes to infect hosts so the mosquito is a vector. It doesn't actually get affected by the malaria, but it gives it to other species which host it. Mm-hmm. Um, and avian malaria, like because these islands have not been exposed to mosquitoes, they haven't been exposed to malaria, obviously. And so the native bird populations have absolutely no defense for this disease. Um, and this has been particularly detrimental to birds Um that one of the bird species that this has been particularly detrimental to has mm-hmm. been the Hawaiian honey creepers, and it's still detrimental to them. And the one that I'm going to talk about is the iwi, mm-hmm. and I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I think it's actually pronounced iwi. Um, that's according to abc.org, so fingers crossed that that's <laughs> correct. Um, but in addition to all of the issues that Ashley was saying, like with... Um, landscape disturbance in these forests and invasive species like cats and pigs and rats. Um, the iiwi is really susceptible to uh, avian malaria. Um, and it's such a shame because these are such beautiful birds. They're like 
bright red and they have this amazingly like curved downward long bill <sighs> um they're so cute they are, <laughs> so they're so freaking cute um they're found on most of the islands kind of up in the like montane forests um so on the main island of hawaii on maui Kauai, oahu molokai and lanai just like on the higher elevation side where there is a lot more um where there's a lot more montane forest um 90 percent of the iwis bitten by one like a single malaria infected mosquito will die so the avian malaria has a kill rate of 90 percent that's awful yeah Yeah. which is why this is such a big deal and it's terrible too because iwis are really important to hawaiian culture um so hawaii hawaiian people considered their native birds red color to be sacred Mm-hmm. Um, and they would use the iiwi and like other honey creeper feathers to create like cloaks and helmets and lays and just like very, mm-hmm. um, like it was a very integral part of not only their clothing, but their culture. Um, and they had, this is like one of the coolest things. They actually had bird catchers, wow. um, called, I think I'm going to mispronounce this. I'm sorry, but, uh, Kiamanu, which would trap a lot of like the then, you know, at the time there were common native forest birds mm-hmm. and then would harvest the feathers from them to make one cloak. And it took oh. a really long time. So this was a big deal. And it was like a mark of society to have some of these um, like adornments of iiwi and other honey creeper feathers. Um, How many birds in a cloak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The sources that I was looking at doesn't have like how many birds worth of feathers these cloaks take but a lot of the cloaks like maybe we'll post them on our social media but a lot of the cloaks and like helmets of these um honey creepers look like they use a lot of like tail feathers and wing feathers because they're longer um Mm -hmm. so i'm not really sure how many birds worth of feathers they they each like article would use and it's different for like a helmet or yeah you know a headpiece or like uh, a necklace or something versus a cloak like a full-length cloak of what? feathers oh wow i just looked up what the cloaks and stuff look like and they're amazing they're beautiful they're so incredible um so yeah iiwis uh are really important they for the native ecology of the hawaiian islands um, so they are nectar eaters, so they will extract nectar from flowers. Um, so obviously, like, this leads to some pollination. They're, like, really integral for a lot of, like, specialized flower um, and tree species on the islands. They're really, really cool birds. And it's a shame that avian malaria has become so detrimental, not only to them, but to, again, a lot of, like, island species of birds. Mm-hmm. Um, they are near-threatened. According to IUCN, and I always forget what IUCN stands for. It's like International International. Union of Concerned. Wait, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, see? (laughs) Where does the end come in? (laughs) I don't know. Is it? it Okay, never mind. The International Union for Conservation of Nature. So concerned is not in there. (laughs) Great. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, I it makes you're... me concerned when a species gets an ICN. <laughs> there is like a union of concerned scientists or something like is that. Is there? As well. Great. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, yeah, so avian malaria is bad and it's killing this amazing honey creeper, and they there isn't a cure for this disease once they get infected. Um, so a lot of the like attempts at controlling outbreaks of um avian malaria have been to control try and control the mosquito population. Um which is also which, you know, good for people. But most of the mosquito mm-hmm. control efforts are they just spray insecticides everywhere, which is bad for everything else. So Yeah. Okay. Yep. Anyways. So yeah. It eats your brain. It's bad. Yeah. yeah, it's terrifying. I just so I told you I just looked up like what these cloaks look like, mm-hmm. and the Kauai Museum has this little article about a cloak that they have in their gallery. Um, it is covered in two hundred and fifty thousand red, black, and yellow ah. feathers. And oh gosh. my god. Um, I think the like helmet um has mm-hmm. like ten thousand feathers on it. Wow. Oh yes. Um this particular cloak, uh they used pheasant feathers because mm-hmm. uh the red feathers would have been from the iwi and the apapane. Mm-hmm. And then the yellow and black feathers would have normally come from uh, the O.O. and Mamo, but those are both extinct already. Ugh, oh so. my god. Fucking wow. people. Damn. Okay, yeah, so people on islands is just such a bad I, combo. <laughs> I just googled FYI. So small songbirds have between 1,500 and 3,000 feathers on their body. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of assuming these cloaks are probably made with something like primaries or tail feathers and probably yeah. not yeah. body feathers. Yeah. Right, right. From the look of the cloak, the feathers are like longer of small songbirds. Mm-hmm. So I would assume it was like wing feathers or tail feathers. Mm-hmm. So primaries, secondaries, and tail feathers. Wow. So that's how common these birds probably were. Yeah. Because that's like what, like yeah, 50 like, feathers per bird, like 100 if you're using contour feathers. Yeah, but I, it doesn't sound like they were. Like, it doesn't wow. look like they were, at least. Yeah. And yeah, like this article on ABC said that they were trapping hundreds of birds at a time Ugh. because they were so common. My God. So, yeah, it's crazy. That is so wild. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Jen, I just found a thing from the Auckland Museum because apparently there oh, was this is trade between New Zealand and Hawaii. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently the bird catchers would catch the birds and then collect like two or three feathers and then let them go. Mm-hmm. Did you say that already? Uh, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, my Assumed God, that, that makes like, it so much better. killed the birds, but they didn't. No, they, like, I didn't. just pulled a couple feathers and then let them go. Wow. Oh, I did not say that. And this article did not specify that. Well, now we know. I imagined a now bunch of denuded birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus, I wonder. Uh, I should ask. So, I have a friend who worked for, I think it was the Kauai Forest Bird Recovery Project. It might have been mm-hmm. Maui. I can't remember. I should ask her. But 
I wonder how sensitive they are because some songbirds, like, you know, you when you catch them in a mist net, they might be stressed out and drop mm-hmm. all of their tail feathers. Yeah, right, and right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. That's probably what, like 12, 10 or 12 feathers right oh, there. 12, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm not sure. I was, I don't know how they, I don't know the methods that they caught them with. Um, I'm looking it up super quick. Um, I'm betting mm. it was some kind of baited trap. Mm-hmm. That's what I was wondering too. Um, to catch them, like then if you they're would have like to honey come. creepers, would they put flowers in a cage? Oh, and... that's a question. Mm-hmm. I um, assume they don't eat like bird seed. Yeah, probably not. not sure. Um, or fruit or something like. I just found this long ass thing that's really dense. Hang on. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. It just says for the rarer birds that they would catch them and only pull a couple of feathers. And then it says several methods of bird catching were widely practiced. Mm. Thanks. Yeah. Helpful. That doesn't have the very... right info. So helpful. <laughs> Love looking for references. This is reminding me of catching jays during my last field season using like a modified laundry basket. <laughs> oh, that was yes. such a good thing. It worked so well. I wish I had done it the first two years as well. Uh, they would have wised up. Yep. Because they're yeah. smarty oh, pants. Okay. Maybe it sounded good. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait. Hold up. I just found it out. Um... They would okay. So to catch nectar feeding birds, they would tie fresh flowers, um, or they would use fresh flowers as bait, uh, and then the birds would like land and get stuck in a sticky paste. Um, yeah, and these flowers were like attached to a pole, so they would just like hold the pole up, and then when the uh, nectar feeding birds like went to get the nectar from the flowers that were on the pole, they'd get stuck and they'd just like pull them down, um. (laughs) And then pull whatever feathers they need and then let the bird go. That's really goofy. <laughs> That's insane. Wow. Yeah, and they also they also used giant nets across a forest yeah. and then imitate a bird call yeah. uh-huh. and then would store the birds in a basket and pull the feathers after that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your classic they used, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 they used, they used for geese uh well they say this says ground foraging birds so the nene and then kolea which i don't actually know what that is um they would just set snares Mm -hmm. uh there was once uh sometimes they would hide behind uh like a blind made of foliage and branches um then they would like wait for the bird to get attracted to the bait and then once they had wandered into the snare area for these ground foraging birds they would trigger the snare um and then they would pull the bird to them as their legs were caught Mm. uh yeah wow that's fucking crazy Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. wait what was the other one you said the nene and the the what uh the colea okay what what bird is that I'm gonna look it up because I actually don't know. Yeah, I'm wildly curious if it's a rail. Oh, Pacific Golden Plover. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. Oh, what a good Golden bird. Golden Plovers are so great. We had those on yep. Johnston too. They're so cute. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. It's just like uh, the American golden plover where like their eyes look a little bit too big for their face. Yeah. Oh, totally. So yeah. Adorable. They're super cute. Mm-hmm. I love them. So I'm actually looking at the time and I think we might it might be good for us to start wrapping up actually. Okay. Yeah. And maybe just plan we kept on recording. Googling next week for... more things about how do we catch birds <laughs> if well, we're ancient so Hawaiians. Yeah, I hadn't thought I hadn't thought about mm-hmm. it so because yeah. I was focused on avian malaria. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like that's it. Kind of surprised. Well, as an ornithologist, you know, like we all like catch birds, and that's just what we do. And that's like the part that most people are most interested in because they don't understand how you catch a bird or like what the methods are. And mm-hmm. I don't know. During outreach, people were always super interested, mm-hmm. which is cool. It's amazing. Yeah. It's fucking cool. And crafty. It is. Fucking crafty and like <laughs> fucking foxes out here trying to catch birds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I feel like it puts you so much more in the level of trying to think about how the bird relates yeah. to its habitat and how it might think about like flying into the certain flight path you need it to. And mm-hmm. it's interesting. I felt like when I was banding a lot, Especially for target banding, I would band like until the birds won. So they always ended up like outsmarting me eventually in the end. (laughs) Like always leave after not catching the bird. And (laughs) there's always a few. When we were trying to catch males by targeting them, which really means annoying Mm -hmm. them by making Mm -hmm. them think there's another male on their territory. Uh, Yeah. it, It was always for us, it was always the ones that have been caught before. And so they're mm. like, I've one, I've heard that song before because you don't recycle recordings. <laughs> and two, yeah. I've seen this net before. And three, I've seen the dummy in the net before. So. Yeah, the dummies. <laughs> yeah. We should do an episode about how field work actually works. Because I think it's one of those things, like, I personally, until I started helping out with some of y'all's field work, actually, just Maya's field work. Um, had this really like romanticized view of field work and it is not romantic at all. <laughs> no, it's not. There's absolutely nothing glamorous about it. Not super romantic, no. Hot, sweaty mess. And not There's like a few time. amazing yes. moments though, but yeah, in general yeah. you're like Yeah. <laughs> Trying to survive. Pretty much any yeah. day of field work will there will be crying and you will mm-hmm. start questioning your life choices. And then yeah. when you're not doing field work, like say right now in the middle of winter or in the middle of quarantine, you're like, oh, field work's so great. Yeah, you miss it. It's amazing. So much. And then you start yeah. the field season and you're like, I was, I don't know why I forgot over the winter, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things once it, like once you're not in the middle of it, you totally look back and like romanticize because you remember the good parts of it, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. the like shitty crying in a rainstorm in a canoe in the middle of a lake parts of it. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Trying not to be struck by lightning. <laughs> right, right. We will yeah. do an episode about this. Don't worry uh, about it. We should. But, now yeah. I just want to hear everyone talk about their field work. Oh, <laughs> I am so nostalgic for field work right now. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I can contribute math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> math. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think we should probably wrap up there. Yeah. We'll continue this next week. Um, but thank you for listening to our the first part of our two-parter about 
Hawaiian birds and some conservation issues that they face. Um, let us know what you think. Sorry for being depressing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah, get so better it's... next week. Yeah. Question mark. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hey, the twentieth is next week, so yeah. Fingers crossed. Don't say it. Don't jinx it. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood, everyone. Don't jinx it. It's going to be great. Stay safe. Yeah. Um, don't do anything yeah. stupid. Yeah. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. <laughs> which is not a lot, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> not the best advice. advice. <laughs> be safe. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> be safe. Yep. Uh, we have a few shout outs. Uh, thank you on Twitter. So thank you, Sheila Chapman or at Sheila C. Artist. Um, Thank you, uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, or at USFWS. Yeah, what? what? Yes. Wait, I think people what? just what? retweet what? stuff what? sometimes when when I like their shit. <laughs> they do. Thank you, Ashley, for doing an amazing job on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, Ashley. Uh, Woo. I mean, all I do is retweet stuff, so I don't know. Well, it's working. It's, I'm... I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> thank you again this week to Tony Skrull or uh, at Tony Skrull on Twitter Tony. and Natalie Queeley at N Queeley ah, uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Thank you also to the Ontario Piper Plover Conservation Program, which is at Ontario Plovers on Twitter. And thank you again, of course, to our lovely friend Dexter Patterson or at at I am Dexter P on Twitter. Dexter P. Uh, we have, heck yeah. Um, thank you to Birdoge de, de la Mundo or at Birdo no Moj on Twitter. I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, thank you to Ebird as well. What? I Whoa, totally did yes. Ebird in a tweet. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, nice. Ashley. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> At team underscore ebird on Twitter. And thank you finally to Lizalette or at Lizalette uh, 9631188889, which I, okay, here's the deal. <laughs> I love this account. I just opened it. The, the bio for this account is I am a pigeon on my nest waiting for chicks. Oh. So, <laughs> oh. wow. Yeah. I'm so into that. Quality yeah. content so, right there. So thank you, Lizalette. Um, we appreciate all. And thank you to all of our listeners so much. We've received quite a few episode suggestions from our friends, Rachel Miller and my mom, Deborah Schneiderman. Ew. Both of you are our friends. Yay. But, you know, thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's what I got for shout outs this week. I just love the idea of a pigeon sitting on its nest listening to our podcast. Yep, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, if you have it seems boring. Bird. I know. Bird you got a podcast. Home, you could just sort of like you know, let them listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And then they would creepily repeat our voices, and <laughs> I love that. If you have bird friends that are in the parrot family, if you have bird friends mm-hmm. that are not in the parrot family, then they probably won't repeat. The corvid or the corvids. Family. Hey. Yes. Far, I think far fewer people keep corvids as pets than parrots. But there are minas. 
that people keep as pets and starlings that people keep as people Ooh, keep as pets. Yeah, all right. People keep as pets. <laughs> people keep as pets. <laughs> oh we have God. the best words. We have I we have the best I my words so I'm not doing it. It's gonna be gone in five days. I'm just like not <laughs> People listen to our podcast for our words. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Well they can't do it for our looks, Kristen. <laughs> it's true. Oh. Even if there was video, it would be for the words. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> What do you think they listen for, Maya? Wait, what? What? <laughs> why do they, Why do people listen to our podcast if not for our words? Um, definitely for the looks. Yeah, okay. that's I mean, how podcasts work in my mind. Y'all three just no, no, sound you're, hot. You're exactly. Merely <laughs> because we smell amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that smell of vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so where can people find us on all of our social medias? Probably on all of our social medias at Flocktail. Well, what are they? Hour. <laughs> at Flocktails? Flocktails Hour. Flocktail Hour. <laughs> no, sing- um, singular. Yeah. yeah. There's no S in between. The, yeah, anyways. No uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and we have a website. Which oh, is. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix the website. Flocktailhour.com. <laughs> Kristen, you're gonna fix the website. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. Okay, so we're at flocktailhour.com, and yeah. soon you will be able to access episode content from every single episode. But as of now, it has every single episode except for our last episode. So, mm-hmm. actually, when this comes out, they'll probably all be there. So you should edit this. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. cut that. I'm gonna cut that whole part. Cut the shit out of that. Um. <laughs> you're killing me here, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry, I forget. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. I forget to think a week ahead. We also it's have, fine. You're good. have merch. Um, if you want to get some cool stuff with our logo on it, or perhaps a uh, chickadee that's causing mayhem, or maybe a dark eyed junko causing some havoc, you can find mm-hmm. us on Threadless at Flocktails. Buy our shit. Yeah. Yes. Buy our shit. Yes. <laughs> buy our shit so we can feed our cats contribute to our swear jar no contributing <laughs> to the swear jar that doesn't exist anymore no, no one can hey, keep it track exists of in my brain <laughs> no we'll 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 think of something cool to do with the funds we're we're talking about like Obviously, using it for the podcast, but maybe also some donations in the future. So your support would be so greatly appreciated. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't want to have stuff with cool bird pictures on it? So exactly, um, yeah. yeah, dude. And Cody's amazing artwork. Yeah, quality <laughs> artwork. Recommend. It's pretty great, and they are actually super comfortable. I was wearing the shirt, my Mayhem Chickadee shirt. Um, this week and just it feels like a warm hug mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it does they're real soft a soft warm hug <laughs> yeah was there anything else did we miss anything mm. send us your bird shit photos yeah. bird yeah poop. And, right right and your and your poop puns mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. give me your poop puns 
Or, or if you have uh, bird friends at home, you could send us some of their shenanigans. I don't know. Oh we my gosh, yes. that. Please? Mm-hmm. Yes. We want Even if it's not yours, you should tweet at us some bird shenanigans. Or on tag us on Instagram or on Facebook. Just We want to see bird shenanigans in addition to bird shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The only prerequisite <laughs> for the bird poop, though, is that it has to look like something else. You know, like people see Jesus in a grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but you can be rather creative with that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be right, Jesus right. in bird poop. It could be like Madonna in a bird poop. I don't I know. I have no idea what Madonna looks like, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I think she's sort of scary looking now. Like, yeah, actually. But you could use yeah. it. You could use it as a psychology test, like instead of a roar shock yeah. test, it's a shit shock mm. test. Shit shock. <laughs> shit shock for the win. <laughs> a roar shit test. Roar shit. That's amazing. <laughs> Speaking of poop puns, I'm going to add that to the list. <laughs> um, okay. So send, so send us your roar shit pictures and your poop puns <laughs> okay see now i think people are gonna send us pictures of them pooping while roaring like a dinosaur <laughs> no. No. no 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 don't do that don't do that we don't want that we're not scat what we're, <laughs> we're not into scat <laughs> no roaring. no unsolicited scat pics only we're into solicited hmm. bird poop pics yeah. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this is a really <laughs> fine line that we're drawing here, I've now realized. <laughs> <laughs> we would only like to see bird poop. Uh, yeah. Bird poop only. I'm going to edit out that whole thing Please about do. whatever other kinds of shit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we should... Sign okay. off. We should sign let's off. Let's anyways, sign off. We should probably let's sign be off. done. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, I'm Ashley Ola. I'm Jen Schneiderman. I'm Maya Pershing. And I'm Kristen Brunk. And we'll see you next time. But we won't see you. Goodbye. Goodbye.